The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. How in the world are you? Happy July 1st, 2017. My goodness. This is like uh, the beginning of uh, the July 4th weekend for a lot of people. Not for us here at the Blaze Radio Network. Well, not for this particular broadcast here at the Blaze Radio Network. We are here for you. Live broadcasting. Darn it. That's what we're doing here. Gosh darn it. For those of you that uh, are on the internet, you know, because that's how you're listening to the show. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA, Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio. You can always dial the broadcast 888-900-3393 if you wanted to participate. No worries. You know, we're here for you. This week is going to be a shortened week for a lot of people at work. But for you, those of you that are just hanging out, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, headlines for the break room. I don't know what else to call it. But we'll just go around and so you have an idea of some things that happened around the planet. Just so that when you're in the break room and somebody says, what happened? What do you mean? What happened? You at least have an idea that, oh my gosh, that this actually happened, right? For instance, MSNBC. Greta Van Susteren. She was with on Fox News for a long time. She was at MSNBC. A lot of people would say, uh, what do you mean? She was uh, uh, she was at MSNBC? Exactly. Exactly the point. Now, she had a tremendous, when they got rid of her this week, You, if you're in the break room and you want to say, oh, yeah, um, I, I saw because uh, she tweeted a heartfelt tweet when, they, when she found out she was fired. Her heartfelt tweet to all her fans and viewers, I am out at MSNBC. Thanks. Thanks, Greta. Sorry to, sorry to hear that. ESPN, Mike and Mike breaking up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not the Mike and Mike show. Yeah. Yeah, they're breaking up. They only have a couple more months, and then uh, they're moving on to bigger and Greener pastures. Sorry to see them go. In politics, you know, you still have the health care bill hanging around out there. Uh, not fixed at all. Not sure if that will ever be fixed. That, that thing is turning into a nightmare. And no one is talking about what really needs to be done. And that's just getting rid of the whole thing. And start again. Or getting rid of the whole thing and then just leaving it to the free market system. Oh, my gosh, that's a thought. 
Of course, you still have uh, Congress people, a very important Congress people, like uh, Maxine Waters and Sheila Jackson Lee calling for President Trump's uh, impeachment, calling for him to resign. The worst ever. Maxine Waters, one of my favorite uh, uh, scenes, and I, I, I was going to play the audio for you, but I can't take it, uh, where she is just, uh, impeach 45. Impeach 45 for about three or four minutes. It's agonizing. Ag- I should actually play it for you because it's just agonizing. She is horrible. And one of the things that made that particular town hall wonderful was that she banned all the Trump people from coming into the town hall. This town hall was in her district in California. I think it's District 45 now. I'm not sure. She's changed around some. Which is an important point to the story. Because they have redistrict. Uh, she's a congresswoman, so she's been involved in the redistricting plan in California. Now, she banned these Trump people from coming into the town hall. And she used the, you know, the, the surface point of saying, hey, they're not from this district. They can't come in. And many of the Trump supporters were not from that particular district. So by blocking them coming into the town hall. It seemed fair. Seemed like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. They're not from the district. I don't know. Maybe we should let them in. It's a, you know, it's an open forum town hall, but really the town hall is for Maxine and the people that vote for her in her district. So, you know, you kind of get it. Okay. You don't get to come in if you're not from the district. But then uh, you realize, uh, hello, uh, Maxine, uh, you don't live in the district anymore either. So maybe you ought to not show up. Uh, she didn't. She didn't, for some reason, that point, that point went way beyond Maxine. She's still close, though. I mean, she's just around the corner. It's around the corner, about a block and a half, something like that. In fact, many people in the neighborhood still think they're supposed to vote for her. Weird. The one person, I, one person that was quoted in the, <laughs> one of the interviews, I think I remember voting for her. Uh, somewhere along the line. She's not. She's not from here. She just lives right over there. That's exactly how the guy sounded, too. The witches are still uh, trying to uh, do their master brew to get Trump out. They are brewing. Remember, we've talked about this uh, in the past. They had, uh, there was three or four months where they had it set up to do it with uh, in line with the moon. In the presence and the pull of the moon. But uh, apparently those particular witches brew uh, didn't uh, necessarily work. <laughs> uh, Mr. Donald Trump is still president. And so they're going to continue to stir their cauldrons of hate for Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump's travel ban. Uh, still in effect, I'm sorry, the country's travel ban. What am I thinking? Sorry. Uh, went into effect on Thursday. And don't forget to ban six countries with uh, high instances of terrorism. Yeah, you could say that. Syria, Sudan, Somalia, Libya, Iran, Yemen. Uh, what that did is it banned the migrants from those countries from coming into the United States. Now, look, 
book. If you have a parent, a spouse, a child, a son, a daughter, a son-in-law, daughter-in-law, brother or sister, there's an exemption to that ban. But you got to prove it. You got to prove it. But if you come in or try to get in and say, but my grandpa is here. So grandparents, grandchildren, aunts, uncles, nieces. Nieces, nephews, cousins, brother-in-law, sister-in-laws. No. Have a nice day. No, you're not getting in. It's part of the deal. Now, it is kind of strange that, uh, I mean, everyone knows that this is it, right? I mean, the whole thing, the original the original plan uh, was that they needed this ban so that they could work on getting something better and getting something done. Well, it's been months now. You would think, you would think to yourself, maybe they could have figured something out in that time. I guess not, though. I guess we needed the ban in effect before we can figure anything else out. I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? There were a couple of laws passed. Uh, well, Congress actually did something. Uh, the House passed uh, Kate's Law. Uh, that would deny federal grants. Kate's law would increase the penalties for the deported aliens who try to return to the United States and caught. And then the other bill uh, passed by the White House would deny federal grants to sanctuary cities. And uh, okay, uh, I'm fine with that. I, I'm not quite sure I understand uh, wanting to be a sanctuary city anyway. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But there's plenty of cities out there that uh, feel that they should be, they want to be a sanctuary city, so let them be. Let them be. In Europe, we had the story of the little baby that uh, the court said, uh, no, uh, the baby needs to die with dignity. Wait, the baby needs to die with dignity? Yes, the 10 month old baby. Now, the baby suffers from this uh, rare genetic disorder. And the odds of this child surviving are very, very low. They've tried everything they know how to do in, in the UK. And the parents have found a place here in the United States that will try an experimental process on their son. The parents have raised on their own with help from people all around the world over a million dollars to come to the United States and try the experimental process. Parents doing anything to save their child. Amazing. The hospital says, mm, you know what, we're not going to give you your kid. No, we're done. But no, it's our, it's, our, it's our child. We want to take our child. We're going to go to the United States and we're going to try this experimental process and, you know, pray that it works. Yeah, no, um, we're not going to release your kid. They go to court. The court says, yeah, no, um, 
look, they tried everything they could in this whole experiment thing. Your kid's going to die. So, no. Uh, the hospital doesn't have to release the kid to you. And uh, the kid needs to, uh, you know, the kid needs to die with dignity. Coming to a country near you soon. Yeah. You want that socialized medicine? <laughs> yeah. That's what's happening. Count on it. Count on it. Another great story from Europe. Volvo, the Swedish company, uh, talked about their uh, self-driving cars. Yeah, they're fine. And the whole, uh, you know, everything is great. Uh, We're working on it. We're driving on it. But you know what? The system has a tough time. Tough time uh, identifying uh, kangaroos, deer, elk, caribou. Can't quite uh, can't quite identify those, so we're having a problem avoiding those. Oh, okay. Perhaps uh, we should not uh, go out on the road with those. I mean, there may not be a lot of people here in the U.S. Uh, uh, driving around worried about kangaroos. But it's possible. And in fact, I read a story not long ago about the uh, secret kangaroos here in America. I should do that story here on the show. This is a perfect program for the secret kangaroos in America. I may I may find that story and tell you about it later today because there are secret kangaroos here in America. <laughs> yeah. They've been spotted. They have been spotted. More on the internet. People wanting to be stars. People wanting to bask in the glow of stardom on the internet. Hundreds of thousands, millions of likes. Subscribing to my YouTube channel. That's all I want is subscribers. I want people to watch me on the internet. And have hear what I have to say, what I have to do, and what I've done. The other day, yes, I know what I'll do. I'll bury myself alive in a coffin underground and we'll, you can watch it live. Wouldn't that be cool? We'll just bury ourselves alive for 24 hours and thousands of people will watch and it'll be great. And then, you know, I'll be in a coffin and I'll be underground, buried. And maybe, maybe I might, you know, die. People will watch that, you know. And then the couple that wanted to be big stars and bask in the limelight. Look, I'm going to put this 50 caliber gun. I want you to stand a foot away from me. And here's a book, an encyclopedia book. That bullet is not going to go through this book. So you're going to shoot me with that gun. But it's not going to shoot me because it's going to go in the book. Okay? And we'll be stars because people will say, oh, my gosh, she just shot him. But it'll be fine because the bullet will be stopped in the book. And, oh, by the way, look, look. Here's another book that I practiced on that the bullet didn't go through the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that the bullet is a different, came from a different gun. 
I know it was a smaller gun, and you, you know, there's that 50 caliber gun that you've got there pretty much goes through, you know, walls, but it's not going to go through this book and will be stars. Okay. Um, guess what? Yeah, that 50 cal, yeah, it, it wasn't stopped by the book. He's dead. All to bask in the limelight. All for likes and subscriptions and subscribe to my YouTube channel. No, it's not YouTube's fault. No, it's the people's fault. Just walk around in public for a while. You'll understand why. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. Thanks for coming along for the ride today on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, in the headline story, I forgot to mention, don't forget we had the big shooting, uh, be ready for more gun control uh, advocates. Uh, we had the doctor who was recently fired, uh, goes back to the hospital in the Bronx, kills a woman, wounds six others, and he had his rifle underneath his white jacket which I'm sure they will not stop calling an assault rifle. If you shoot people and are assaulting people with any weapon, it's an assault weapon. But that's it. It was an assault rifle. Ban assault. Wait, wait a minute, second. It happened where? In the Bronx? That's New York, right? New York, New York, New York. How did that happen? Because um, there are no guns allowed in New York, right? Hmm. 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 All right. So we've got, uh, I've got a story coming up uh, after the bottom of the hour here that I have been fascinated with for the last couple of days. And I just cannot, I can't stop watching the video. Uh, I know you can't see the video here on the Blaze Radio Network, although there are cameras remarkably sticking in my face now in this room. So apparently uh, there's going to be at least one show uh, broadcast on uh on some sort of video channel on this network so perhaps this show and why not why why not we all got into radio so that we could uh you know talk on a microphone and be in a room all by ourselves with sitting in our underwear and uh talk talk on the radio and now we've got cameras everywhere so why not why not just have every portion of your life broadcast on a camera that's that's a good idea i love it I do. I love it. There's uh, nothing I want more. And don't forget, it's holiday weekend, so Monday and Tuesday, we've got the big Chaos and Clarity broadcast, a special hosted by Doc Thompson. Uh, Everybody stopped in. I I mean, I I stopped in. I heard the promo. I didn't hear the mention on the promo of, uh, you know, Jeff Fisher being a Chaos and Clarity special. Uh, If they edited me out, of that special, uh, there's there's going to be somebody's going to have a talking to. The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network.
The Jeff Fisher Show is on. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA, Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio, and Instagram at JeffyMRA. So, this story, I have not, <laughs> if I tweeted it out the other day, uh, and I'll tweet it out again today because this lady runs over a guy in a parking lot. Now, that's the video. The video shows a an, a, an SUV running over, chasing down a guy and running him over in a parking lot. And you see it hit the guy, and you see a purse fly up into the air at the end, and you hear the lady, <laughs> there's a comment of the person that's videotaping it, and I could, I could not stop watching the video. Well, what happened was this guy who's running from the SUV was stealing a pregnant lady's purse out of her car. She is pissed. Okay? Christine Braswell, five months pregnant. And she catches this guy, Robert Rains, rummaging through her through her purse in the Walmart parking lot in North Carolina. So her comment is when I walked out of Walmart, he had her purse, was pulling on it all her stuff out. Told the man, put it down and asked what he was doing. She then confronted him and he ran away. So the lady starts chasing him, but she's five months pregnant and she you know, starts running after him and she says, ah, I can get my car, run him, get the car. She gets in the car and she runs after him, only she runs him down. She runs him down. It was amazing. Runs over him. Now, fortunately, uh, you know, he's okay. Which is pretty amazing because it looks like he, <laughs> I mean, it looks like she hit him hard. And the purse flies up. Now, he was taken to the hospital, but he's only had minor injuries. Now, he is charged with felony breaking and entering, larceny, misdemeanor damage to property. And she also claimed that he broke the screens on her iPad and her phone. I mean, I want to believe her. But if you get robbed, it's common. I would say that it's common practice. Not from me. Because it's illegal. You want to pad the insurance a little bit. Oh, yeah, that debt was already there. (laughs) You know, that back corner panel, that must have hit the shopping carts when I ran him over. Everybody wants to pad a little bit. So, yeah, 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 the the screen's on the iPod. Yeah, that was, yeah, he broke those too. So, and I'll give her the benefit of the doubt on those. But she gets charged too. She's charged with misdemeanor assault with a deadly weapon. <laughs> now, she's fortunate that the, the guy is, is still alive and had, you know, minor injuries, according to the story. Minor injuries. <laughs> The tire mark on his back will go away in about five years. That's the minor injury on Reigns' back. I mean, it's possible that the police are. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. That little. 
Ah, that rubber will come out. It'll work its way out. Don't worry about it. That's a minor injury. But as much as I enjoyed, and I, you know, it is enjoyable. And it's even more enjoyable once you know why this car is chasing him and runs him down. I mean, the first time you watch it, you don't know exactly why. And you watch the video and you go, holy crap, this just ran him down, man. Then you find out, you know, what actually happened and you think, your first thought is, good. Good. And then you have to think a little bit. Right? You got to think, all right, should you really be chasing someone down like that? Is it worth it? Is it worth putting your child, your your five-month-old at risk, you at risk, your vehicle at risk? Now you're you're putting your legality at risk because you're going to be charged. Fortunately, you know, fortunately, he didn't die because then you're then you, you know you're really being charged with other something other than you know misdemeanor assault with a deadly weapon. So I'm not really sure how to take that because we all want to say good. And she should have backed up, backed up, ran him over again. That's what I would have done. I'd have backed up and ran him over again. Bastard. Take my purse. Would you? Would you? Would you? I, I don't know. You you want to and you want to feel good about it. And, and God bless her. I'm glad that everybody's okay. Especially her and the baby. The guy. Eh. You know, I'm glad he's okay. Eh. I hope the minor injuries actually does include, you know, tire print on his back for the next four or five years. Where do you got a tire print as a tattoo? Uh, no, it just hasn't gone away yet. That's where uh, the lady ran me over a couple of years ago and I was coming through her purse in a Walmart parking lot. I mean, he takes off. <laughs> he does not have the moves like Jagger uh, through that parking lot because it's a straight run and she downs him, man. Poof. So it looks worse than it was actually because of, you know, these minor injuries. Ugh. But it really, would you do it? Do you see yourself running someone down? I mean, I, I get the whole good. I get that. But, man. When uh, <laughs> when you really think about running someone over for a purse, and I get the heat of the moment, you're pissed, especially a pregnant woman. Holy crap, she was probably out of her mind. She's and and hey, who's gonna? Is there is there? There's no jury that's gonna convict her. And misdemeanor, uh, you know, the misdemeanor assault with a deadly weapon that probably goes in front of a judge. So the judge would probably would actually probably have to fine her. Although the judge might say, "Good, 
Although they can't really say that, can they? No, the judges have to be, now you know we're sorry for what happened to you and we know that it's a crime and Mr. Reigns will be dealt with appropriately. But people can't be taking the law and apprehending criminals into their own right. Um, yeah, we can, Your Honor. Um, Your Honor, I'm back here. Can I, can I sit down, fat man? No, I just want to say that we can't can't take a law into our own hands. Sometimes and we're like we're the first responders. You know, we can do that. Now sit down, contempt. But. You can't be taking the law into your own hands. You just can't. But it was really funny, and I'm glad that she. I'm glad that she's okay. Most importantly, and the baby's okay. But I can actually see that particular incident. I can see that happening more from women than men. Like me, I see the guy running away. I'm like, eh. <laughs> I'm not chasing after him for damn sure. Had this guy joking around with me yesterday at the car dealership. Oh, I have to thank the car dealership too. At the car dealership talking about the only time I run is if somebody pulls a gun on me. You know what? I'm probably not even running then. Somebody starts shooting. I'm not right. No, no. Shoot me or go on, but I'm not. It's not the running. No, that running whole thing is not going to happen. So I can see that happening with, more female than males where the females like you son and run him down where the guy's like ah he's already running somebody call 911 this is the jeff fisher show on the blaze radio network Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Thanks for coming along for the ride today. Now, last week was the opening weekend of Transformers. I went to see it on Friday night, and I, ta- I talked about it a little bit on uh, on the Saturday broadcast last week. And uh, I didn't bring in my Transformer expert, my son Maximus, to uh, review the movie. So in the last past week, I mean, the movie has dropped huge, a huge uh, 82% drop uh, from Friday to Friday, which is almost unheard of. So, it, I mean, it clicked off. It's going to be lucky to make, you know, $240 million. The reviews uh, were horrible for it. I will say that my, uh, my personal in-home Transformer expert, who has graced us with his presence today. Hello. Maximus Fisher. Uh, has not talked a lot about it uh, in the house. Now, uh, granted, they don't let me hang around the house much. So, I mean, I try to, I'm only there a little while from time to time in the, in the evening. But normally he's blah, 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 blah about Transformers. And I haven't heard much from you uh, about this latest movie. So, do you, did you like it? 
Yes, I very much enjoyed it. It was, a, in my opinion, it was a really good movie. Okay. Now, I know that your bias towards Transformers yeah, in, a, in and of itself, but they uh, all the reviews, two and a half hours, machines fighting machines, machines, other things just blowing up, a uh, little wishy-washy story. Uh, what did you like most about it? Personally, I did like having the new characters show up and the old ones showing up as well, like Megatron. It was cool seeing him, and Barricade was cool, too. It was cool seeing Barricade again. Did you enjoy Anthony Hopkins? He was really good in the movie, yes. Did you enjoy how they brought uh, history, how they tried to bring history back in with the Transformers yes, as I far did. as King that Arthur? Was, yes, that was actually really cool. I know my mom liked it because she she's a big fan of King Arthur stuff. <laughs> Don't, don't let that cloud your judgment. I'm not. Okay, don't let that. No, that, that's bad. All right, so I'm looking at the rating of the Transformers movie, and this one appears to be darn near the worst, uh, according to all the all the record books. Uh, so I'm looking at this ranking, and see if you agree with this. Okay. All right, the Transformers movies. Uh, Transformers Age of, Distinct- Age of Extinction is number five. All right, worst to best. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then Revenge of the Fallen. Right then, Dark of the Moon. Mm-hmm. All right, we're getting better. Uh, then the regular first Transformers, mm-hmm. and then number one would be Transformers the animated movie. Now, I loved the Transformers animated movie from 1986. That one is great. It, it in my opinion, it's a classic. But that's why we have you here for for your opinion. My opinion is. I do not agree with that list. I love all the Transformers movies, but worst to best, that would not be my list. Really? What would you ha- what would you say would be the best? The best one, if we're just going the live action movies, it would definitely be Age of Extinction for me. Really? I loved The Last Night, don't get me wrong, but Age of I loved Age of Extinction. I think I think I think you agreed with most of the people Age this last one's pretty much stunk. No, it didn't. This one it was good. I liked it. I'm not lying. I'm definitely getting it on Blu-ray release day if I can. <laughs> are you? Yes. Are you? Are you definitely getting a job to pay for that? I have money. <laughs> All right, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. So who? What's num- So number one is the number one for me, Age of Extinction. But I would rank the original 1986 movie a little higher than that just because of how classic it is but if we're going just the live actions it would be age of extinction for me and then this last one uh this last movie that we just saw last weekend Mm -hmm. that has dropped got horrible reviews it's the worst one ever what's michael bay thinking uh he doesn't it's all confused nothing but blown up nothing there um is that the last one is that the last on the list no matter what no, not for me. What's the last one? The last one on the list for me, that's a tough one. I think... It, that's why I'm asking. I'm not sure. Because if I rank the live-action movies just in general, from best to worst... Yeah, what's the worst? Or for me, it would be best to least best. How I would go it would be <laughs> Age of Extinction, Transformers 1... Then I think Revenge of the Fallen and then Dark of the Moon. 
I loved Dark. I love Dark of the Moon. I will. I will binge all those movies in like a day if I could. I would. Except you can't do that because then you wouldn't have a job. Oh wait. I've done it before. <laughs> all right. Whole lot more coming up on the Jeff Fisher Radio Program. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. What am I doing? Oh, I know. Right here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. So, earlier this week, we got news that NASA rover on Mars sent back photos. uh, A pair of curious photos uh, from March that uh, showed what many believe is proof that there was a genuine spaceship and bones visible on Mars. Many people, many alien enthusiasts believe this shows Life on Mars. Fossilized bones coming out of the ground on Mars. NASA, of course, uh, denying, (laughs) like they always do. And there's more and more overwhelming uh, news that humans and other beings have been and are on Mars. And these bones are just a small piece of the Mars pie. Robert David Steele, an American activist, former CIA was on a radio talk show hosted by the Alex Jones. And he, well, you know what? I'll let them tell you. 
this may strike your listeners as way out, but we actually believe that there is a colony on Mars that is populated by children who were kidnapped and sent into space on a 20-year ride. Uh, so that once Wait, they what? get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. Wait, uh, there's all kinds of well, I, look. I know 90 percent of the of the of the NASA missions are secret, and I've been told by high level NASA engineers that the, you have no idea. There's so much stuff going on, but then it goes off into all that. I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing the media jumps on. But Can I know we, this, stop for just we a see second, a bunch of. Stop for just a second. I, I want to get. I will get back to the the slaves being sent to mars but can we just back that up a little bit i'd like to i think that's the host alex jones i'm not positive if that's alex or if that's david Steele, but who talks about being uh he's been told by high level nasa people that all kinds of things are going on right is that what he's been can we hear that again Oh, there's all kinds of well, I, look. I know 90 percent of the of the of the NASA missions are 90%. secret. I'm told by high level NASA engineers that, that you have no idea. There's so much stuff going on, but then it goes off into all that. I mean, you know, that's the stop, kind of thing please, the media. Stop, yeah, I, please play that again. Ninety percent. I've been told by high level NASA engineers we have no idea what's going on. Is that right? Please play it again. That's well, I, look, I know 90% of the, of, the, of the NASA missions are secret, and I've been told by high-level NASA engineers that, that you have no idea. There's so much stuff going on, but then it goes off into all that. I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing the media jumps on. But I know this. We see a bunch of a mechanical wreckage on Mars, and people say, oh, look, it looks like, you know, mechanics. They go, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Clearly, they don't want us looking into what's happening. Every time probes go over, they turn them off. Right. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Now, Steele said we actually believe there's a colony on Mars that is populated by children who were kidnapped and sent into space on a 20-year ride. <laughs> so for those of you that are using children as sex slaves, perhaps a 20-year ride isn't the smartest thing to do because they're not children by the time they get there. But hey, what do I know? But look, 90% of the NASA projects are secret. We know that. We know that. We also know that Alex Jones... The radio talk show host who you heard uh, interviewing uh, Steele uh, has been told by high-level NASA engineers that all kinds of stuff is going on. Disprove that is what I'm asking. Okay? Disprove that. Now, I will say this, that uh, NASA has... Uh, kind of responded uh, they've responded with um, yeah no <laughs> yeah uh, you know no uh, that really hasn't not, not that they needed to respond and of course you would naturally assume that uh 
NASA would deny running a child slave colony on Mars. Right? But when you have the bones coming back, okay, you have the pictures from the rover coming back that looks like a ship, looks like bones protruding from the ground. I mean, you either have to say, hold the press conference. Oh, yes. uh, We at NASA have been running a child slavery. (laughs) I can't even say it with a straight face. Yes, uh, we at NASA have been running a uh, child slave ring on Mars. We know that many of you believe that uh, travel to Mars has not been happening except for uh, rovers, but uh, we've been sending sex slaves uh, to Mars for uh, years now. And, uh, but they're not going to do that. NASA is not going to do that. What are they going to do? They're going to deny the interplanetary conspiracy. Let me get this straight. NASA is running a sex slave, child slave ring from Earth to Mars. But we have to hitch a ride on a spaceship from Russia even just to go to the to the space station? Hmm. That seems kind of strange. What do you think that Elon Musk... I mean, maybe Elon Musk is a smoke screen. That's why he's getting all that government money. He's a smoke screen. So that NASA is able to deny running kidnapped children to Mars. We can't be, we, we have to deny that. Elon can't even make a ship to go to Mars yet. What do you mean? We're not running a sex slave ring of children to Mars that end up not being children by the time they get to Mars. But hey, but I mean, listen, I'm going to replay the interview from the Alex Jones radio program. And according to this article, it airs on 118 stations. I'd be fascinated to see a list of those 114 stations, but it airs on 114. I'm just going by the story. And this is a riveting interview with David Steele. This may strike your listeners as way out, but we actually believe that there is a colony on Mars it is populated by children who were kidnapped and sent into space on a 20-year ride uh, so that once they get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. Uh, there's all kinds right. of... Right. Uh, Look, I know 90% of the, of, the, of the NASA missions are secret, and I'm told by high-level NASA, NASA engineers that the, you have no idea. There's so much stuff going on, but then it goes off into all that. I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing the media jumps on, but I know this. We see a bunch of a mechanical wreckage on Mars. And people say, oh, look, it looks like, you know, mechanics. They go, oh, you're a conspiracy terrorist. Clearly, they don't want us looking into what's happening. Every time probes go over, they turn them off. Clearly, they don't want us to look into what's happening. I I want to understand exactly what Alex is saying so that I understand completely what he's saying. So please replay Alex because I'm fascinated by his proof. Well, look, I know 90% of the, of the, of the NASA missions are secret, secret. and I've been told by high-level NASA engineers, told by engineers that high you level. have no idea. There's so much no stuff idea. going There's on, but so then it goes off into all that. But then it I mean, goes you know, off that's the kind of thing the media jumps on, but that's I know this. Stop. We-
But that's the stuff that the media jumps on. The media jumps on all that. So 90% of the NASA missions are secret. NASA high-level engineers have told them that all kinds of stuff is going on. And the media jumps all over that. Am I right? Okay. So I want to clarify. Go ahead. We see a bunch of a mechanical wreckage on Mars. And people say, oh, look, it looks like, you know, mechanics. They go, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Clearly, they don't want us looking into what's happening. Every time probes go over, they turn them off. Clearly, they don't want us to look into what's happening. Clearly. And that's exactly why NASA has denied any of this. <laughs> oh, lying. Just- You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. So I want to thank you to AutoNation. AutoNation in uh, North Richland Hills, Texas. That's uh, where I bought uh, my last car that I just bought, my uh, Rolls Royce. And uh, they, uh, look, don't look down on me. Okay, if you could afford a Rolls, you'd buy one too. Uh, it's a used one. <laughs> it's not like I could afford a new one. And remember I talked about how there was an issue with the steering shaft intermediate coupler. It made the noise driving me insane. And... uh there was an issue, and uh, well, anyway, long story short, why would I do that? That's dumb. Uh, they have fixed it, and they fixed it out of the, they took care of it, they fixed the problem, they were more than happy to do it, and I just wanted to say thank you. Auto Nation. Because I know I may have said a couple of things that, well, they were unfounded. They weren't at the time, but they are now. So I just want to thank them very much. If you have an opportunity to purchase a car online or in person at Auto Nation, North Richland Hills, Texas, you go right ahead. There's some fine people that work. There's no, there's no deal. I get told, I get asked my ears, that's satisfying, your plug hole. There's no deal. There's no deal. I just wanted to thank them because I beat them up on the air at the time. Because, you know, remember they gave me such a hard, the guy said, it's not a safety issue, we don't have to fix it. You bought the used car as is. That's the way you get it. It's not like the old days. Sorry. You have to live with it. But, oh, here's a post-it note with how much it'll cost to fix it if you want to pull it in. We could probably get you in next Tuesday. We know it's Friday, but it's next we can get you in next Tuesday. 
And I may have been a little angry hearing that. When there was no need, because in the end, they took care of it. And they fixed it. They got it done. I no longer have the steering shaft intermediate coupler noise in my rolls. I mean, look, look. If you see me in it, it probably doesn't look like a Rolls. But it's my it's my Rolls. Okay? It's my Rolls. So. All right. So we talked about the lady who ran over uh, the purse snatcher in uh, a Walmart parking lot. There's also a story out of Oklahoma. Another Walmart story. Woman 29. Found dead in the women's bathroom in Oklahoma. 29-year-old was in a cubicle, a bathroom stall, dead. Sad. Uh, no one knows why she was there, uh, what she was doing in Oklahoma. It was quite a ways away from where she lived. Um, no one knows why she was there in Tulsa. At the Walmart. But what makes this story even more interesting, aside from the fact that no one knows why she was there, I mean, you can guess, right? She she lived uh, 50, I think 50 miles away, something like that. There was no reason for her to be there. And 50 miles in Texas, I mean. Really, 50 miles in Texas is nothing. But... It's not where she's from, and you know no one knows why she was there. You can make the assumption that maybe she was there buying something that Walmart doesn't sell. Perhaps she purchased it outside of the Walmart. Uh, you know, a product that you wouldn't want people seeing you take. So you would say, I don't know, go into a bathroom stall to take that substance or that product, and then you would leave so she goes into the stall and she dies an employee comes in employee comes in on a a friday and says how come that door is locked i must be out of order and slaps an out of order sign on it now, Walmart is usually pretty proud of themselves on the employees they hire, but I would say that that particular employee may need to be have some retraining. Oh, look, this door won't open. I won't bend down to see if anyone's in there. I'm just going to slap an out-of-order sign on it. Don't have to clean that stall tonight and move on. So, three days later, the maintenance guy comes in and says, what the heck? Nobody told me about this out of order toilet. And he, you know, Jimmy's opened the stall and there she's laying. <laughs> it's not funny, but she's laying in the stall. She's laid in that stall for like three days. Now that, that's sad in itself, but no one knows actually why she was there, which is even doubly sad. But I would say that perhaps if you work for a retail, any type of retail store, that has multiple stalls with closing doors. If one hasn't opened in quite some time, 
This is a rule of thumb on my part. Don't just slap an out of order sign on the outside. At least check. At least bend. You know, at least bend down. I don't even, you don't even have to bend down all the way. Just bend down. See if you can. I don't know. See somebody dead in the stall. Or you just slap the sign out and walk away. You know, whatever. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. on the Blaze Radio Network. Eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three is the phone number. You know, I'm still stuck on the twenty nine year old in uh, in Tulsa. Um. Sad. You know, it's a, such a sad way to go. Um, and I don't know that the, I mean, there's always, it doesn't matter. Whatever way you die is sad. I know. But do you want to die in a Walmart toilet stall? Really? Is that what you're looking forward to? Really? And then on top of, Dying in the Walmart toilet stall. Dingleberry from the fishing rod department walks in and goes, Oh, must be out of order. Just stab a sign on it. And so nobody cleans it for three days. Okay. Come on. Come on. Now they're saying that her death isn't suspicious. So, you wonder, I mean, the videotape shows her going in, and then she goes into the restroom. So, it's not like she bought cyanide. It's not like she bought that at the store. So, it could be anything. Anyway, it's just sad. Just sad. Just sad. The one thing we do know about that particular story is it. It's in Tulsa. Now, we have signed up for the Walker Stalker Con that's taking place in Tulsa. The first of next month. They have not gotten back to us because we were going to go there. We were going to do Talking Fear and Talking Walking Dead and do some interviews and spend the weekend in Tulsa. I spent a weekend there. Not like a lifetime. Uh, they've not gotten back to us. And I'm a little, uh, I'm starting to get a little hurt. I'm starting to feel a little, a little twinge in my heart like they're thinking about, uh, oh, yeah, you know, you pass this been denied. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, inquiring about uh, coming here and we hope you, uh, you know, talk about us and we really appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, no. 
Now, nothing's going to stop you from coming to Tulsa and spending the money to come inside and walk around. You won't be able to interview anyone or bring any equipment, but you can come. Oh, thank you. So both those particular places are in the great state of Oklahoma. I have a good friend of mine who is from Texas, born and raised, born in Big Spring, Texas. Lives right here in, just in Dallas. Lives right here in Dallas. And uh, he doesn't even like living this close to Oklahoma. (laughs) I don't even like living this close. You can smell it. So maybe, I mean, maybe he's onto something. But one thing for sure, it is in Florida. And we do like to hear about some crazy stuff that happens in Florida every week, all the time. I lived in Florida for many years. I know that Florida is probably number one. Texas is growing, although this week it seems Oklahoma is trying to make a, a run for for something to get move up the list a little bit uh, on the crazy stuff that happens in their state. But Florida is still number one, far and away. And that's why we like to check in with ChuckInFlorida.com. ChuckInFlorida.com, welcome. Greetings from Florida, Jeffy, where I will not be visiting a Walmart bathroom this day. Are you positive about that? Usually I try to do my business before I visit a Walmart. Really? You've been in the Walmart bathrooms. I have. They keep them clean. Yeah. Sure. They do. Oh, seriously. You've not. I mean, most of the the Walmart uh, stores and most of them are super centers now. Yeah. uh, They are. you know, the days of the old uh, Walmarts with the two feet wide aisles barely get one cart down the aisle. Right. Yeah, uh, they renovated a lot gone. of them that way. You're those, right. Those days are long gone. This so, is I mean, true. Those bathrooms are true. really nice now. They usually have a crew that comes in, except in Tulsa, where they just say, oh, door's locked. Out of order. <laughs> Move along now. Nothing to see here. Was there a body in there for three days? Oh, wow. I, I just thought it was I thought it was out of order. The door was locked. <laughs> By the way, I just wanted to let you know I will not be buying you anything for our anniversary next week. It's our one-year anniversary of being on the show together. Well, I mean, I already purchased a gift. How could I forget you, something you so what? wonderful? I already I'm, purchased a gift. I, how could I? I mean, Chuck, this is such a huge, huge addition <laughs> to the broadcast. I mean, I can't believe it. it seems it's gone by so fast. I can't believe you kept a straight face this long. <laughs> no, Chuck, I, I've got the gift already, right, in my office. God, now i got to go out way. and find something, man. It's not I, bad enough i got birthdays and family and stuff. i got to remember this. Um, you know, has it only been a year? Because most, whew, Woof. <laughs> Certainly doesn't seem like a year, I'll tell you that. Twelve solid months of uh, weird stories from Florida that um, should be making the news that maybe aren't. All right, so what do you got for me? So I've got a report of a Florida woman who allegedly stole more than $93,000 of city funds to pay for her Brazilian butt lift. Did we talk about this? Did we talk about okay, this well, story already? It was, it was 8500 just for the butt lift, but yeah. She's, yeah no, but she's, we talked about this story already. No, you're, you're celebrating our anniversary early by No, drinking. we had it on the list. We didn't talk about it last week. Are you sure? Did we talk about it? I think we did. Wow. I remember this story about the Brazilian butt lift. I remember most Brazilian butt lift stories. Then I'm going to move along like nothing happened. I'm positive because she stole the city money. 
Yeah. Maybe I just remember reading about it because I was thinking, what an idiot. Why would you do that to, just for a Well, I know work? I sent it to you last week, but I thought we didn't have time because it was my last story and we didn't get to it. But yeah, it was. There may have been uh, a reason, why, have been a reason why I didn't get to it. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's sometimes I don't get to things because. You choose not to. I think to myself, well, you know. Lot of, you know the Brazilian butt lift story. Yeah, yeah we could pass that. But go ahead. Yeah, we, yeah. So you know, she stole the money. I guess the city wasn't uh, paying much attention, and uh, they're due to have an audit. And they said, mm, "There's not a lot of oversight of these funds." Apparently, well, that's what happens. People start. That's what happens when you start uh, when you start t- dipping your hand into the till, especially well, if she you think been you're fine. Gonna- but I guess. I guess she got a little carried away and had uh, dipped too frequently, and so the city was finding out that they were short on funds at the end of the year. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You end up thinking, especially if you're going to, even if you're going to pay it back, you think you're going to pay it back, and you keep track of it. You go, okay, well, I'm, I'm, it's only a thousand. You know, I, I, no problem. I got to get this back, and I'll, you know, I'll pay it back gradually. And you might put a hundred back in, so you got like nine hundred. Yeah. You start to pay it back. In, and then, in this case, it was sixty-one thousand dollars. Well, I know, yeah, I know. But then, then, you, then you decide, you know what? Uh, I need a butt lift. Right. <laughs> and so, look, there's sixty grand there. I can take it. Nobody knows. I'll put it back. Yeah. I'll yeah. put it back. Everybody would be so so happy to see my. New Brazilian well, you know, butt lift that they're going to give me cash. And then there's that cash. time where she took a uh, uh, thirty-one thousand dollars out over the course of thirty-six credit card charges to her supervisor's card. Nah, uh, yeah, you know, it. another five hundred dollars to a coworker's card. It, it totals up after a while, but I mean, you know, eventually they're going to see it. I think nobody knows. <laughs> All right, what's the ice cream story with the deputy McDonald's beating over a broken ice cream machine? Because I got to tell you, the McDonald's ice cream machine that's broken pisses me off, too. I was just going to say, can you not relate to this? I'm, I'm just about there with you, you know? I'm thinking Daytona Beach, three customers are upset. They're in the drive-thru. We just want some damned ice cream. It's, right. it's 98,000 degrees in Florida right now, and we wanted some cool ice cream. But make matters worse when they go into, in, into the store and complain Apparently, there was a customer eating ice cream there. So either uh, they had just taken the machine down for maintenance and they didn't get there in time, or they're being lied to, so they jump the counter and start beating the hell out of the employees. Good. <laughs> Somehow I knew you were going to sympathize with this. Good. <laughs> I can't tell you how frustrating it is to go to McDonald's and say, or maybe order a big order, which is about a million dollars now. Right. And then in that order, well, uh, you know, instead of, you know what, I won't. And this is, you know, for those of us that are watching our way, uh, you'd say, oh, you know, I won't order the chocolate shake. But while they're while they're bringing up the order, hey, give me an ice cream cone. It's only a buck. Yeah. Give me an ice cream cone, one of the single ice cream cones. And I'll just, you know, I'll just have an ice cream cone while I wait for the order to come. Not that I would ever do that. But it's a way to, it's a way to do that. Even if, mm-hmm. even if the times when you're not watching, you're waiting, you're waiting on the chocolate shake, you get the ice cream cone too. But that's another story. But then they say, oh, no, the, we're sorry, sir. The ice cream machine is down. I mean, I just want to walk out. Forget the whole order. Yeah. Right yeah. At that at that point, it's like, okay, I've had enough. You know, I'm frustrated. Yeah, but to I make matters worse, you're in the drive-thru, and you know they screw you in the drive-thru, to, to quote the documentary, you know. One of those things. What? What? Where, which documentary is that, Chuck? Uh, I believe it was uh, one of the um, Murtaugh uh, was the character, or, um, the the police officer that was in the documentary. I, the name is escaping me now. Um, Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Uh, yes, 
the second yes, one. Yes, it was. There you go. Danny I believe, Glover. I believe it was the second one, right? Yes. Yes, it was. With, uh, so, you know, when you, when you have one of those documentaries that show you, they screw you at the di- drive-thru to make it PG. Uh, and, and you walk in and people are eating ice cream. What are you going to do? And then they tell you that the ice cream machine is broken. How can <laughs> the ice cream machine be broken if people are sitting here eating ice cream? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, apparently a melee ensued. They jumped the counter and people pulling hair and the three women that got into a fight were eventually arrested. Well, that's a shame, and I, I hope they are. I hope they're let go fast enough, and I hope the McDonald's employees suffer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah. Let's see them fix that with a kiosk. No, there you go, <laughs> bastards. Oh, right. uh, another another favorite story from the week has to be the guy uh, who's a sheriff's deputy in Pinellas County who was arrested, I'm sorry, he wasn't arrested, he was let go uh, for having alleged pornographic material, racist uh, memes, and various other things that uh, were offensive. And he was part of the program where they're supposed to be training people to replace you know, uh, uh, those who were not in, in certain um, sectors that you know, didn't get hired often, like uh, minorities and women and so forth. And, and I guess he, he found that he had to turn in his cell phone, and they found all kinds of nasty stuff on it. Why did he have to turn in his cell phone? Yeah. Was Corporal Pappas, 46, had to resign from the agency. And um, there is a quote here that would give you an example. If, if you know, you were, you were looking for something to say, this is pretty bad, let's get this guy out of here. He was talking about the women's march against Trump shortly after he was elected. And it said here that in one day, Trump got more fat women out walking than Michelle Obama did in eight years. That's an old one. It is. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's just a, that was just a stupid meme. He's in trouble for having that? Well, that, that and apparently he... I mean, sorry, that, that's a fact. That, <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't fire a police officer for showing facts. Well, he did show his genitals on the shooting range and took photos of it. I uh, guess that was something they didn't appreciate, too. <laughs> I mean, that could be an issue. You're right. That could be an issue. You're not supposed to take pictures. Well, I mean, you, you know, you're going to take um, tea on the range with you. You shouldn't bring tea bags. I'm sorry. Was that too far? It's a sad. Is what it is. It's sad. sad. Okay. Sad. Moving on. Now nah, we're not moving on. We're going to rest it up. We're not going to move on. We're not moving on. We're leaving it as sad. <laughs> we're not moving on. So Chuck and Florida dot com. Uh, we're leaving it as sad. <laughs> This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Twitter at Jeffy MRA, Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram at Jeffy MRA. I'm still uh, I'm still kind of reeling over the ice cream. Okay, you know how f- devastating it is, and, and I use the word devastating because it is twofold. Uh, sometimes they get you where it's really bad. If you can pull into the drive-through, let's say, oh, you know what sounds good? Let's just get a McDonald's ice cream cone. It's a buck. 
And some McDonald's charges a dollar. Some McDonald's charges a dollar twenty. They need to get some. I mean, they they need to work on that whole pricing index. But you know that you're not going to spend more than a buck fifty for the McDonald's cone. It's not an ice cream cone. It's a cone. I'm reminded of that because it's not ice cream. <laughs> so the the cold frozen kind of frozen substance that looks kind of like ice cream that they put in a cone that's worth a buck if you pull into the drive-thru and they go hey i'd like a, i just want to i just want a cone oh we're sorry the ice cream machine is down today sir most of the time you can still got time to get out of the drive-thru oh crap anything anything else we can help you with no and you can pull out but I don't know. Maybe perhaps it's me because, of, you know, there's more people with me all the time that want ice cream. And it's not just me that pulls into McDonald's eight times a day. You pull into the drive-thru and you order the cone and you get in where you can't get out. Now you're in the drive-thru. You can't get out. You already, you've already ordered. And you get up to the window and... Oh, I'm sorry, sir. The ice cream machine is down. Uh, I didn't realize that when I took your order. So anything else we can help you with? No! This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the broadcast, hour number three on July 1st, 2017. Yes, are you, like me, looking forward to going to the fireworks on the 4th and seeing beautiful explosions in the sky? No. But I did find a a kind of a cool place to watch some uh, fireworks last year, so we'll see if we can. No one knows about it. It's a secret place. So I hope you have a good uh, holiday weekend. I know it's just getting started now. Some people still have to, I mean, those of you in retail are like, what are you talking about? We're still working. I know. And, and on, be, on behalf of people who frequent your establishments, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, and then those of you, some of you may have to work on Monday. I mean, 4th of July, like on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, that sucks. Unless you could take the whole thing off. I mean, if you could take, say, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off, I mean, right? And plus, it's the fourth. Who wants to work on the fifth? You're out late shooting off fireworks. You've burned your hand with a couple of sparklers, right? You've 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 burned the kid with a with a <laughs> with a Roman candle. You didn't mean to shoot it like that, but it fired backwards and burned some skin off the kid. 
right? You don't want to go to work on the 5th. You're like, that's going to be a day off too. So anyway, we here at the Blaze Radio Network be airing a special Monday and Tuesday, regular programming resuming on Wednesday the 5th. Starting with Doc Thompson and then Glenn Beck, then Michael Pelka, then Chris Salcedo, then Pat and Stu, then Buck Sexton. That's your live lineup Monday through Friday right here on the Blaze Radio Network. We have programming this weekend for you. All our shows are on, regular programming. Some will be encore presentations. Others will be new material, but the regularly scheduled programming is on on the Blaze Radio Network this weekend. Enjoy the special hosted by Doc Thompson, Chaos and Clarity. Um, it be fascinating to see, uh, listen to how all the final three hours were put together because there was some, uh, some interesting interviews uh, from Doc and uh, some of the hosts. Uh, here on the Blaze Radio Network. We all participated uh, in the special. I don't know how much they used. It'll probably be, and joining us is Jeff Fisher. Thank you, Doc. And now, Mike Broomhead. <sighs> Wait, I didn't even. Welcome to Chaos and Clarity. Joining us on the program, Jeff Fisher. Hey, Doc, yep, uh, sure is chaotic out there. And now, Mike Broomhead joins us. Mike, and they'll have, and now, Mike Opelka. Chris Salcedo joins us for three hours. So we'll we'll see how that <laughs> we'll see how that works out. But anyway, we're here for you. I I myself, I put down the fist, man. I said, gosh darn it. We are this is a this is a working weekend. And whether it's raining or sun shining, wherever you're at, we're on the air. The Blaze Radio Network. Darn it. We're here for you. And I'm looking at the television screen and they're promoting the show Laugh-In. And I apologize for sidetracking, but they they just had three segments in a row with, do you remember Tiny Tim? That was a weird cat, man. You can quote me on that. That was a, He was a weird cat, man. <laughs> I mean... Forget, I mean, Laughing was created some tremendous characters and they had a great time. But Tiny Tim was a weird cat. That's all I'm saying. Weird cat. So I, I see a post uh, on the beloved Facebook. And, you know, I get hooked into them just like you do. You know, you're, 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 Scrolling through your timeline, you're reading stories about, uh, you know, your cousin who witnessed an accident and it was horrific and we got out and we helped the guy. I was just reading one this morning where a lady in my timeline uh, talked about uh, seeing an accident and rushing to the victim and the truck had rolled over and the truck was driving erratically and crashed. Surprise. And uh, she had uh, her daughter call the police, and the guy that dinged into the truck that tipped over was was there. Nobody stopped to help. 
she was out running. She went to help the guy, the guy make sure the guy was okay in the truck. The, he wasn't in the truck when she got there. He had he had flown out the window. He was laying on the ground in the back, and he said, "There's I wasn't driving. I wasn't driving." So I made her think that someone else was driving the car. Come to find out, no one else was driving the car. He was driving the car. He was just drunk. <laughs> wasn't me. I wasn't driving. I was riding, and the person that was driving ran away. <laughs> but the truck is in your name. I know. But I let that guy that I can't remember his name drive me. Yes, sir. So you get caught up in those stories. And then you get caught up in, I see the headline, here's what kind of cold-blooded, here's what kind of cold-blooded killer you'd be based on your Zodiac sign. And you think, nah. And you keep scrolling. And then you get to the story where Misty, our pet dog of 20 years, just passed away. We've been so sad. Let's go ahead. Scroll back to the cold-blooded killer story. (laughs) I mean, I love Facebook, but there's only so many... (laughs) So only so many I'm sad my dog died stories I can take. And I am sorry that your dog died. But, you know, I just want to find out if I would be a cold-blooded killer thanks to my Zodiac sign. Because I personally believe I would be. All right? I believe I would be. And, of course, you know, you start reading about them, and it's it's kind of fascinating because you realize, ooh, this isn't me. Uh, Aries, impulsive, hot-headed, prone to rash decision-making. Arians are the signs who would mistakenly kill someone to see if they could get away with it. Their downfall would be the cover-up. Huh. Taurus. They're concerned with what is fair, good, and right. A Taurus would be a vigilante killer, out for blood against those who mistreat others. Yeah. The bull, hard-headed. That's me, not them. Gemini, Cancer. He says, I'm an Aquarius. So, you know, Leo, eh, who cares? A Leo wouldn't be able to keep their own horrifying secret because of their need for attention. Huh. A Virgo. Let's be real. There's no way a Virgo would commit murder and be caught. They're far too methodical and maniacal for that. Nice. Nice. A Virgo would be the type that would commit a series of murders and leave behind clues, Zodiac style, just to see if someone was smarter than them. Eventually, they'd grow bored of killing and move on to something else. Plus the idea that people would constantly wondering who committed their crimes to a Virgo, that's almost the best part. Libra. Scorpio. Ooh, Scorpios. I have a bunch of Scorpios in my life. Cold, cold, and collected. That's no kidding. Plus, Scorpios, man. Scorpions got that tail, man, and they love getting they love getting back at people. This is your horoscope story here on the Blaze Radio Network. Call now, and we'll give you your horoscope on your daily horoscope. Information needed, date of birth, time of birth, place of birth. We can help you out. Scorpio, cold, cold, and collected. 
a Scorpio would make the absolute best contract killer. Out of the 12 signs, a Scorpio would have the least trouble with disassociating their emotions and feelings and look at each kill like a job. Another plus side, they're terrific liars and love to shroud themselves in a certain amount of mystery. Catching a Scorpio and getting a confession would be next to impossible. Making them the perfect hitman. Oof. Now, on to myself. Because we've got Sagittarius. I've got a couple Sagittarians, too. Sagittarius would probably accidentally kill someone and then spend the next 48 hours figuring out how to cover it up. Yeah. They definitely didn't mean to do it. They probably just got carried away and ended up in the worst-case scenario. As long as the Sagittarius could figure out how to keep their mouth shut, they'd get away with the murder. But they'd impulsively let something slip, and it would all be over. Right? Capricorn. Paranoid. Expect the worst from people. They couldn't do it. Uh, Pisces. With their hearts firmly planted on their sleeve, a Pisces is most likely to to commit a crime of passion. Aquarius, me. What do you think? What do you think? Does it say I could be a I could be a a, a serial killer, a killer, a cold blooded killer? Here's what kind of a cold blooded killer you'd be based on your zodiac sign. I'm an Aquarius. What does it say about Aquarius? And and yeah, well, I'll, I'll, we'll take a quick. A quick poll of the room. Yes, me personally. Cold-blooded killer. Yes or no? Ha! Yes, no. Yes, no. I get a thumbs up in the corner. Thumbs down. No, not that finger. My Lord, don't give me... I didn't mean that finger. I just meant the thumb. All right. Aquarius. If you're looking for the sign most likely to be a sinister, unemotional, stereotypical serial killer, look no further than an Aquarius. An Aquarius wouldn't just kill someone because they could. They would kill someone because it was fun for them. And their tendency towards being unemotional, aloof, and slightly all over the place would make them the most sinister of killers. An Aquarius would definitely make a legendary killer but no one you'd ever want to be alone with in a room. I mean, that pretty much sums me up. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. You know, sometimes you wonder what people think about. I look. I know that I I am fashion. I have said it forever. I am fashion. I get it. I understand it. I know it. I live it. I breathe it daily. So maybe I, sh- you know, it's easy for me to judge. But from time to time, I look at the television screen and see someone on the screen and think, "Dude, why are you wearing that?" Or, honey, honey, baby doll, no, don't wear that again. Whoever told you that looked good lied. 
Okay, there's a guy on MSNBC right now that uh, is part of the panel, and he's got the jacket on with the thing and the thing, and it just and the, the hair is not trimmed, and the, he's got facial hair that hasn't really been trimmed, and he's just he's got the thing and the thing going on. It's it's not good. It's not good. And I haven't seen his name pop up on who he is, but uh, I realize that it's the 4th of July weekend, it's July 1st, and it's MSNBC, and it's it's the show AM Joy, I think it is. Yeah, AM Joy. And uh, I'm sure he's a nice man, but no, honey, no. Whoever said, oh, that'll look great on TV, no, honey. No, baby, don't. Don't wear that like that. Don't. Okay, I love you, but don't. Because, wow. All right, a couple fake news stories for you. Both strong fake news stories. Amazingly strong fake news stories. And they're great stories, but there's no way they're real. They're just, they're just not. I mean, they're trema- the stories themselves, you think, Wow. But then they're not real. They're just not. Texas woman who police said packed a weapon in her vagina has been sentenced to probation, guilty of drug possession. Now she was arrested, and she was arrested for, I think she had meth. And uh, some other uh, marijuana on her. And she was arrested. And when she got in the back of the car, she told the police, hey, hey, by the way, by the way, I have, uh, I have a pistol in my vagina. (laughs) Her vagina is her holster. There's no way that's real. Sorry, it's not real. Fake news. Good story. You want to believe it. And you want to say to yourself, yeah, I can see that happening. No, honey. No, it's not happening. The, the whole thing over the Castile shooting in Minnesota where they're, you know, the, the, they're saying whether you should uh, say whether you have a gun or not because they're pretending, you know, they're saying that, well, if he had just said that he was a, uh, that he was a concealed weapon carrier, he wouldn't have got shot. So you shouldn't have to do it. Well, there are several states, I think nine or ten, where you must say that you have a concealed weapon. Texas is one of them, which leads me to think that you want to believe this story because it happened in Texas, right? It happened in Texas. She's in the back of the police car. She may have wanted to say something earlier. I don't know. Maybe she couldn't sit down in the back of the police car comfortably. But she got in and said, hey, guys, officers, hey. By the way, hey, by the way, yeah, I got a gun in my vagina fake news sorry not real no way that happened another story women woman arrested for stinking up bathroom and closing down restaurant now you want to believe you want to believe that i mean i do 
in Charlotte, North Carolina. They say police and fire paramedics were called to a restaurant when it had to close its doors early on Tuesday when a woman spent 45 minutes in the bathroom causing unbearable inhuman stench. (laughs) Now you want to believe something like that. You do. That's what makes these fake news stories so good is you want to believe it. You want to believe that quotes like, I couldn't breathe, I knew she was in there blasting, I'm not calling it that, the smell was toxic. I thought I was going to take my son to the hospital for sulfur exposure. He was coughing and dry ranching. (laughs) The woman is some kind of beast. You want to believe a story like that. You do. You want to believe that the, the first responders said, never in my 30 years on the job as a, have I ever seen anything so rancid. You want to believe stuff like that, but you can't. You can't. You know why? Because it's fake news. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Show. I don't know why this rejoin music, all I want to do is go 96 win. WHNN. We'll take the third caller at 893. WHNN. You ripped me off for an Arby's at Jamoka Shake. Free lube from Harry's Auto. And an ice cream cone from McDonald's as long as the machine is working. You know, nah, never mind. Never mind. Another fake news story. Just a quick fake news story. Just, it's kind of on the fake-ish news story because I believe you know the story actually happened. I just think that it's not the reason that it happened isn't real. The story is this, you know all over the place saying a couple ask internet to Photoshop out shirtless guy from engagement photo regrets it immediately. Okay, so I believe that they, you know, there's actually this couple who put their picture up and asked for someone. We're having such a hard time uh getting rid of this guy. I just can't seem to get this guy out of our picture. So if you could help us photoshop this guy out of our picture without cropping it down so it's our engagement photo. I believe that actually happened. Do I believe them that they couldn't do it? No. Because you don't ask the internet to do something like that. You don't just throw it out there saying, hey, can you, could someone help me Photoshop this guy out of our picture? Because then what happens? People are Photoshopping everything into the picture, everything out of the picture. They're moving everybody around and you get some pretty, and some are funny pictures, some are sad, but you're not getting what you asked for. And you know that going in. There's no way that someone says, we're having trouble getting this guy out of our picture. You know, it's really our engagement photo. 
and I really want him out of the picture. And I just, you know, could someone help us on the internet? Stop it. Stop it. Fake news. Now, this story, while hard to believe, I hope it's fake news, but I don't believe that it is. And it's got their good luck. All right, so a convicted child molester recently got out of prison, moves in with his mother, okay? And, you know, there's all kinds of uh, laws about child molest sex offenders prohibiting them from living near schools or public grounds. Um, But there's no law that says the child molester can't move in next door to his victim. That's where his mother lived. I want that to be fake news. In fact, I hope it's fake news. But I don't think it is. You imagine your child gets molested by some freak. I mean, some freak by the name of Harold English. Oh, I probably shouldn't have said his name. Now now it's out there. Now it's out there. Oh, no. But he's convicted of molesting this girl when she, you know, when she was a little girl. And now he moves in next door to her? Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, no. If that were to happen in my neck of the woods, there may be, I don't know, I may have to stash a gun somewhere in a body part and go for a walk with Mr. Child Molester. Because uh, you're not living next door. My daughter's not seeing you every day. I'm not seeing you every day. I don't care who lives there. I don't care if you need a place to live or not. You can go live somewhere else. And since there isn't a law on the books for that, be prepared for new ones to to come out. Because it's for the children. And it's also agonizing. No way... Uh, no, no way letting that one happen. And Miley Cyrus back in the news. Uh, Miley, uh, turning her life around, uh, says, you know, she's doing better. She's turning her life around. She's not, she's had enough of the, the, the freakazoids and she's, she's older now. She's gone through all of this and she wants to turn her life around. And she also said that, Look, I know I was a habitual pot smoker. You know, I just it's been a, a crazy time for me. And uh, I've just kind of been a, you know, a good-natured hippie. You know, and she'd previously described herself as a pansexual free spirit, posed in some head-scratching, weird photos. Some... Uh, Sexual device theme performances. Uh, she's now, though, declared herself uh, at the age of 24 um, as a genderless, ageless, no different than an animal. Species. Okay, then. I think I'm weird because 
I feel very genderless. I feel ageless. I feel like I'm a spirit soul, uh, not even divided by human being. Or, or, or I treat the animals the same or hopefully treat the planet with as much respect as possible. I feel very much like there's no us and them. There's no me and you. I feel like I'm kind of just, I want to be everything. And I want to also kind of nothing. I just want to be able to be myself. Um, Miley. Honey. It may be time for. It's just to maybe go back to dad's house or maybe not go back to dad's house because dad's probably a little whacked himself. I don't know him personally, but it seems that he's uh, been a uh, a provider for some of your craziness. Uh, most crazy people do have a uh, person in their lives, the enabler in their lives. That uh, pushes them over the edge. It's like the it's like a it's like a, you know someone who uh, can't move anymore and stuck in bed in six hundred pound life. Uh, they all have their enablers, the people who continue to bring the six hundred pound man or woman food. Bring me a ticket. Wipe me off. Ow, 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 ow! Don't touch me. They're so hard. They all have their enablers. And I think maybe, Miley, it might be time to to rethink, to reset, to look back on those exhausting 24 years of your life and think to yourself, what, what can I do to, to be a better person? Other than, I think I'm weird because I feel very genderless. I feel ageless. You know, I feel like a, I'm a spirit soul. Uh, I'm not even divided by human being. Treat animals the same. And treat the planet with so much respect. I'm just a genderless, specialist, ageless being. Uh, no, honey. Uh, no, honey. Come here, baby. Let me talk to you for a little bit. You know that you're 24 years old. You've gotten a lot older since your little Disney days. You know that. You're, you're aging. You know that, baby. And you know, you, you know you're a, a female, a, a human female. Right, baby? Right. So even though you feel like you're a genderless, specieless, ageless being, and, you know, I know it feels kind of weird for you to feel genderless and ageless and feel like a spirit soul. <laughs> uh, uh, no, honey. No. Uh, no. Just, uh, I feel like there's there's no us and them. There's no me and you. I feel like I'm kind of just, I want to be everything. I want to be also kind of nothing. I just want to be able to be myself. Now, some may want to say, Miley, you're bat crap crazy. You're out of your freaking mind. What are you talking about? Lay off the drugs. Okay? 
lay off the booze, and relax. Others may want to rethink and just say, no, baby, come here. Let me just give you a hug. and It's okay. It's okay, baby. We're not all out to get you. It's okay. Let's just go someplace nice and relax for a little while, okay? Oh, okay. But, you know, I still feel weird because I feel, you know, genderless. I feel ageless. I feel like I'm just a spirit soul, not even divided by a human being or, or treat the animals the same. Hopefully treat the planet with as much respect as possible. You know, I feel very much like there's, well, you know, there's no us and there's no them. There's no me and you. (laughs) I feel like I'm kind of just, you know, I want to be everything and I want to also be kind of nothing. I just want to be, you know, able to be myself. Okay. If those aren't song lyrics, then no, baby doll. You need to go go find a room with some pads in it, okay, baby? School. We'll find a room. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. That it is, and welcome to it. Hope everybody has a great 4th of July. I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, the possibility of, uh, you know, hitting the Powerball. It's the 4th of July holiday weekend. I figured, hey, you know, I'll play it. I think now it's up to a little over $100 million. I realize that for most of you listening, that just bumps you into a different tax bracket. I got it. I understand it. But, uh, you know, the $100 million for me... Uh, I, I would be happy to take it. Let's see what the Powerball is here. Powerball jackpot. See if it's up over 120 million. I don't like to win. I don't want to win anything less than 120. Powerball home. Oh, what are we worth? I might have to give my ticket back if it's not worth 120 million. So. I'm reading a story about a guy in New York who stopped at a convenience store because he needed air in his tires. And while he's there, he said, ah, ah, give me a lottery ticket. And he wins a million bucks. Come on now. I'm supposed to be happy for him, right? I'm supposed to be happy for him because that ticks me off. I mean, (laughs) all right. I'm glad you won, but that ticks me off. All right. So the Powerball is 106 million. 67.7 67.7 million cash value right now if I win it. I'm taking the 67 million and I'm out. <laughs> have a nice day. That uh, have a nice day. Good luck. I mean, I want to look. You're not going to win. Right? I want I remember when uh, the Florida lottery first started and you you're playing uh you know your paycheck every week for a couple of months and then you realize well that was dumb. Uh, so you're not going to win. All right. You're going to win a couple of bucks. Everybody's won a few bucks here and there, you know, four or $500. And you, and that's what keeps you along, right? You win the, you win the four numbers for 500 bucks and you go, yes, I'm still in. I'm close. 
My luck is my tide is turning. No, it's not, you're not going to do that. Odds are way against you. Jeff, you can't win if you don't play. I know. I know. I got it. So hopefully by uh, by Saturday, we're up uh, you know up to $120 because 106 right now. I'm hoping for at least $70 million cash payout. It's only 67 right now. Look, you know, I'm just saying. Will I take it? Sure. Will I be disappointed? Sure. But so after, you know, after tonight, I may be gone. I may be gone. I know. I know. It's, look, if I'm like the guy in New York that wins a million, you can't quit on a million. You still have to work with a million bucks. You can, you know, you pay off a couple of things. You get some property, you know, buy a couple of nice things, and then you're done. $67 million, I'm out. Okay? Just want you to know. I'm out. I'll still post a couple of pictures on social media of me waving. <laughs> You'll know exactly where I am by, oh, wait, no, you won't. Well, I mean, I may tell you where I'm at for a little while. If I win $67 million, I'm out. I love to, I'm loving this. I love working for the Blaze Radio Network. Love working with Glenn Beck. Love working on the Glenn Beck Radio Program. I love patents too. Well, I can't really say I love patents too. And, uh, you know, I like being here, but uh, sixty-seven million, I'm out. So happy Fourth of July! <laughs> Don't burn your hands with sparklers. Make sure the kids are safe. You know how dangerous they are. Be careful. You know they're really fire. Don't let them play with fire. Have a great holiday. We'll see you next week. Take care of yourself and make sure, for whatever you do, don't wear that god-awful shirt to the fire. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.